Hello, lovelies. Welcome to year three of Lessons from the Universe with Jennifer Hall. If you're new to the show, please remember, back it up and see what you've been missing. Those of you who love it already, remember, I need you. I need you to like, to share, review, subscribe, and maybe even consider clicking that patron button. Let's grow our community so that we can grow and learn together. Hello, lovelies. Today, I want to talk to you about an important skill called globing. This is, well, always important, but it's going to be particularly important now. We are headed into yet another Mercury retrograde. We will go full retrograde on the 18th of February. So if you're listening to this sometime in the future, uh, <laughs> February 18th, 2020. Now, Mercury retrograde, we've talked about before. It is something that affects the way that we feel and react. This is a scientific phenomenon in a lot of ways because it does change the electromagnetic pull on the earth. We are electromagnetic beings and it affects gravity. This all affects the way that our brain works, that our amygdala, our hypothalamus respond, all the things. So if you've been listening to me long enough to know, there's some scientific basis that makes me recognize that this is a valid uh, game changer. And then, of course, there is more anecdotal evidence than you can shake a stick at. In general, what most people know about Mercury retrograde is that it affects communication and that it brings all the re's. Reunion, revisit, rethink, rework. It's really a time for reflection. This one in particular is going to bring up some challenges. It's going to bring up some childhood things. It's going to bring up some anxiety, maybe even some hypochondria. It's going to open up some childhood wounds, making it more accessible to heal. It may even create some losses or disappointments. All that in the end will work together for good. And what I am picking up is that the biggest thing that is going to happen is this resurfacing of memories. And fears sometimes too, but but memories, I call them floating memories. This is when you have this thing pop up in your head. It's like it's floating right past you. And usually you're thinking, why the hell is this even on my mind? It seems out of place or perhaps like it's some kind of punishment from the universe or some even think just some weird flicker of electricity within the subconscious mind. What I want to tell you is that these floating memories are actually a gift you're being given an opportunity to learn from the past instead of the present or the future. Given the opportunity to retake the test that you failed in life school, or maybe to recognize that there was something valuable in something that at the time seemed useless at best. So the way that globing works, it's Something I started doing years ago when I had so much purging in my subconscious mind, so many false fears, so many old yucky memories, and I felt like I was constantly batting them away. What I want you to do instead is capture them. Imagine that you've caught the memory in a glass ball. I call it a globe. That's why I call it globing right? Hold that glass ball out in front of you. If you 
can allow yourself to physically hold your arm out and hold your hand as if you are holding the weight of that globe, do it. The more concrete we make things, the more our brain buys in and the more, well, successful we will be in the process. Remember that all spiritual activity is for the brain, right? For our thinking. So you capture that memory, that thing in a glass ball, in a globe, and you look at it and you say, yes, this happened. That globe reminds you that the purpose of this memory is not for you to relive the hurt, not for you to relive the fear or anything else. It's not for you to decide who was right and who was wrong or anything else. It is one thing. What did I learn and how did I grow? Perhaps it is you learn to trust your intuition. Maybe you learned that you need to defend yourself, to fight back. Maybe you learned something really important about where true validation comes from. What did you learn and how did you grow? You remove that from the globe, from the memory. And you ask yourself, were there any shiny golden pieces? Is there any little sparkling joy or light in this that I want to keep? Often in the case of a divorce, that might be the children, <laughs> right? Maybe it's the memory of what young love felt like. Maybe it's, well, any number of things. You keep the lesson, you keep the shiny golden pieces, and you let the rest go. Some you can just send on their way like a bubble on the wind, send it away. Others need to be destroyed. You need to crush it in your hand. Feel the tension of the crushing. Let your hand have that experience. Maybe you need to throw it up against the wall or stomp it under your feet. Do whatever you need to do to destroy that globe because that memory is no longer useful. It will quit circling you unless you missed the mark on the lesson or you forget. When you start this process, what you will find is that the memories will keep coming. Sometimes in a parade. <laughs> Sometimes if you're lucky, they'll be spaced out enough, but often they come right at you. You can let some of them go by, but they will come back. Remember, there's nothing to fear. This is opportunity. It's opportunity to level up quickly and with relative ease. Now, what usually happens is somewhere along the way, you realize these are all teaching me the same thing. And I've got this. I got this. <laughs> I remember laying in my bed one night and telling the universe, if I've learned the lesson, take the memories away. I don't need to see them all. I don't want to know every single time that I was hurt by that person. I don't need to know every single thing that came across in its attempt to teach me if I have learned the lesson and it is no longer necessary. Sweep the rest away from me. And with that, the barrage of memories ended. And now, as we all will and all do, I have the occasional floating memory and I instantly globe it, view it, Ask myself, what is it? Ask it, say it with me. What do I learn and how do I grow? 
I take that lesson and the shiny golden pieces and I let the rest go. We can do the same thing with our fears. Sometimes fears come up. They're as if it is a full-blown memory, as if we have plucked this thing from somewhere in our life, past, present, or future, and it lives and it breathes. Do the same thing. Get the extra credit. Remove it. Don't ignore it. Ask yourself, what do I learn? How do I grow? What would I do if? If you know what you would do, you don't have to be afraid. And almost always, we get the extra credit and we never have to live through the experience. Free yourself. Free yourself. Give in to the process. Remove this cognitive dissonance that keeps us from buying into what actually works, what actually heals our psyche, what actually puts us into a state of harmony, of internal consistency. Cognitive dissonance is that dis-ease that most human beings are walking the world in. It is this inconsistent relationship between thoughts, beliefs, attitudes, and actions. Simply put, it's smoking even though you know it will kill you. But sometimes it's continuing to think fearful, ugly thoughts. You know that they have the power to manifest your emotions, if not your reality. Beloved, all you have to do is answer the fear, respond to the what ifs. Remember that your brain was designed to keep you alive back when you were a caveman, a cave woman, back when you had to remember that the bears lived over there and you saw snake tracks over there yesterday and I'll be damned if there's not a tiger up in the tree. Your brain had to remember and it would say, remember, remember, remember until you were safe. We don't live in the jungle or the forest anymore. And so we just have to answer the what ifs and the brain lets up. What will I do? What will I learn? How will I grow? Can we just get the lesson and the extra credit? Yes, we can. And our brain can be quieted. We remove that false evidence appearing real. And we set ourselves free. We relieve the tension that comes when we hold two or more simultaneous thoughts and beliefs at the same time. That belief that we are awakening, that all is well, that there is divine protection. And then also this belief that is shaped and grown from our negative experiences, our past pains, and our undue fears. We can move from that dissonance to that cognitive cons consonance. <laughs> I probably said that wrong. Beloved, the opposite of dissonance is harmony. It's consistency. If you've been listening very long, you've heard me say consistent a lot. Be consistent. Think consistently. Keep going. This is what matters. An internal consistency that comes when we 
have compatibility within ourselves, when we align our attitudes and our beliefs with our behaviors and our knowledge with what is true instead of what has been implanted into us by the beliefs of others, be it our parents, our religion, our teachers, or our own negative experiences, this is what is not real. We remove it. And in its place, we find peace of mind. We find calm in the storm. We stand in the middle of the hurricane, unafraid and aware that even though our hair could be messy, our lives will be saved. Beloved, utilize your life school. Take the lessons, take the joys, leave the rest behind. It does not matter. No one needs to understand. Only you. Take the lesson, take the peace that it gives you, and let the rest go. Let this be your goal. Give yourself reminders. Whatever it is, maybe it's a crystal in a certain spot, maybe it's a tattoo on the inside of your wrist, maybe it's a sticky note on your desk. I don't care, do what you need to do. Put that reminder in your phone. Get consistent with how you address your fears and your memories, those moments that define you, despite the fact that in allowing them to define you, what you really do is give away your power. Reclaim your power, beloved, and peace of mind will be yours. An awakening will be hastened before you know it. All of your manifestations will be in line with your wildest dreams. Until next time, beloved, namaste. Hello, lovelies. It is time for morning announcements. <laughs> it is February 11th, 2020, and I've got some important and exciting news to share with you. First of all, I would love to let you know that we have someone to thank. We could band together as a community and thank Judith Joy. Judith Joy has been, up until now, the owner of the domain LessonsFromTheUniverse.com. I have been in communication with her to secure that website for us and our community, for this podcast and everything else that we need to be able to communicate with one another to share information and, well, all the things. Currently, my website is under psychicjenniferhall.com. Now, that is not going to go away. What we're going to do is marry the two sites so that we can start using lessonsfromtheuniverse.com as our primary source of connection and communication. Judith is an author and has a new book out right now on Amazon. It's called Dear Future Lover, I love the title already, Dear Future Lover, Bring Your Book Boyfriend to Life. <laughs> I think the title is super cute, and um, it's all about getting rid of dating duds. The description says, are you tired of dating duds? Do you tell yourself all the good men are taken? Have you always wished your book boyfriend could come to life? And in the book, she describes her, join, her journey to find true love. And it sounds really interesting. 
as a sign of gratitude and in good faith, let's all go and check out her book. It's got some, it's got five-star reviews already and sounds pretty interesting. So huge thank you, big gratitude to Miss Judith Joy. And let's all check out that book on Amazon. Dear future lover, bring your book boyfriend to life. I, of course, will let y'all know when that new domain is our primary source right now. If you haven't already found yourself at psychicjenniferhall.com, get on over there and check it out. We actually have a meeting today where we're going to talk about a few of the adjustments that need to be made so that it is an even better source for all of us. Uh, that meeting will be <laughs> with my producer and the uh, sort of hands that have made the website, Michelle McLeod. She's also an author and she's got a new book out on Amazon right now too. Her book is called A Girl Called Bitch and it is all about her journey towards learning how to forgive and become the best version of herself. So check both those out <laughs> while you're there. And then, pretty please, remember, it is less than a month till seminar number six, Spiritual Growth Seminar with Jennifer Hall, number six, and I want to see you there. You can find it on Eventbrite or all my social media. Click the Book Now button on Facebook. Click the Get Tickets button on my Instagram. And let's get together see each other face to face, answer some questions, and enjoy each other's company. I hope you are having a wonderful, happy, peaceful, joyous day. Until next time, beloved, namaste. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today for this episode of Lessons from the Universe with Jennifer Hall. It is my privilege to have your ear and your time. Come out, find me on social media, visit one of my seminars, book an educational session. However it is that I can support you, I'm here. Remember, beloved, there's a little brunette with a podcast who's got your back.